The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. It is a Friday here on the show. Not a football Friday with the Super Bowl over, of course, but we will touch on some football news and notes. We'll also preview the Boston Red Sox from a fantasy baseball perspective. That's coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Also take a look at the big slate this weekend over at the Daytona 500. The Super Bowl of NASCAR is this weekend, Davis. And so certainly we got a lot to get to here on the show. And I know you'll be locked into some of the NBA All-Star Game festivities as well. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, news, notes, injuries, highlights. It's just it never it never takes a break. Uh, Giannis got hurt last night playing against the uh, the Chicago Bulls, so that's going to be another you know shift in in the finals odds, shift in how we approach fantasy. It's like uh, I I had this thought yesterday, Craig. For so much of the last 10, 15 years, we've pretty much known who's going to be in the finals. At least one team that's going to be in the finals, right? For for ten years, it was whoever LeBron is playing for that team's going to be in the finals. And then it was, okay, the Warriors are going to be in the finals every single year. I had no clue who's going to be in the NBA finals this year, which I kind of like. Yeah, no, I think so too. I think that's what's fun about it. Although I did not want to see Giannis get hurt and miss the festivities this weekend, which it looks like there's a chance of happening, but we will see. We'll know later today for sure. All right, let's get to our headlines here. As we uh, are mentioning here on the show, we'll keep an eye on Giannis participating this weekend in the All-Star game as he suffered a wrist brain. Bucks did beat the Bulls, by the way, as well. How about Maryland? They beat Purdue. They're not the only ones. Northwestern beat them too. Second loss in a row for the Boilermakers. Commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, says the NBA does discipline refs for missed calls. Interestingly enough, first time we've heard this. And uh, Florida, my home state, updates the NIL legislation yesterday. They have removed legal restrictions to all NIL. So players able to get paid in college basketball, football, and college sports as well. But Davis, naturally this weekend, a lot of eyes, of course, on the three-point shootout and the NBA dunk contest. And it's another one of these all-star events that I know that you and I look at and we're like, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's no good. We're always like super uber critical, especially of that dunk contest. They've tried to change it so many times through the years. What can we look for, do you think, going into the weekend with this in Utah? I mean, I always sort of enjoy the NBA All-Star Weekend. Like, it's definitely something that I'll just sort of just be on around around the house. Um, they change the criteria for the three-point contest yet again. You know, some years they take the guys shooting the highest percentage. This year, it seemed like they went with guys who were just getting a lot of shots off. I don't really think either is is bad or good. I just, you know, I, I there were, you know, I mean, you're, you're getting pretty deep into the weeds of the NBA when you're talking about snubs for the three-point contest, but there were a couple guys who were bummed out. They didn't get invited. But we all know the issue with the dunk contest, right? I mean, the, the issue is no one wants to do it. LeBron doesn't want to do it. KD doesn't want to do it. Giannis doesn't want to do it. Zion doesn't want to do it. Craig, if I told you Saturday night, prime time, LeBron, Giannis, Embiid, and I don't know, you know, Aaron Gordon was going to do it again, people would be jacked up i mean people would be right. so pumped for this instead you know freaking mac mcclung and jericho sims are in it um uh they're they're actually uh you know and every once in a while that can work out there was this old fella 
uh, by the name of James White, who played for the New York Knicks. He played like six minutes a night, but his deal was he was like a dunker. That was like his thing. He made like dunking mixtapes and everything. So his dunk performance was pretty cool. But it, at the end of the day, people want the stars to be in it and the stars don't want to do it because they don't want to lose. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that once upon a time, Davis, all of these guys did participate in these contests. Yep. I mean, Davis, I was at an all-star game that Larry Bird and Scottie Pippen did the three-point contest. Let's let's yep. you know not get it twisted here. It was it was amazing back in the day when it came to that. And then it sort of shifted away. Well, um, and know, to be really... fair, Curry, Curry is the one guy. Curry has right. done the three-point contest multiple True. times. You gotta give credit, but he's really one of the only stars who has done it. Yeah, definitely for sure. All right, uh, other big story yesterday. We'll follow over the weekend, no doubt. Tiger Woods, Davis, Tiger Woods. Who would have thought this? It was sort of a Tiger Woods round, not super rusty, not super great either. He was, you know, hovering around even par at the Genesis Open in Los Angeles. All of a sudden, a late little flurry. He is two under par heading into the weekend, barring a catastrophe at the very least, Davis. It looks like he will make the cut. Uh, you know, winning this thing, I don't know, probably impossible, but at the you know very least keeping us engaged in how well he played here at the end yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll win. I think, uh, you know, pretty unfortunately, we are in the era of Tiger's career where I think he's going to give us some good Thursdays, right? Thursday at the Masters, Thursday at the U.S. Open, Thursday at the British. I think he'll be able to give us some good Thursdays. And he, by the way, is absolutely smoking the ball. Um, I mean, his, his average driving distance, he is out driving JT right now, which is like pretty crazy for a guy of his age and with all the maladies. But I do think, unfortunately, we're going to get to Saturdays and we're going to get to Sundays. I, and he said it, right? He said he, at media, he said, I have not walked 72 holes since, yeah. uh, what was it, the U.S. Open last year. So, uh, but I mean, it is, it's always cool. And I just love when the timeline, you know, when, when I'm on Twitter, I love when people are talking about sure. golf. So pretty, pretty cool. And the Genesis is, is an event that he's obviously done really well at historically. Right at the top, John Rahm yet again on the verge of maybe leading after uh, Friday as well. We'll see. Of course, they're teeing off right now in Los Angeles at the Genesis Open. If we have anything on that, we'll keep you updated. All right, coming up next, fantasy baseball season getting in full swing. There's news actually out of Red Sox camp today. Not what Red Sox fans will want, but we will get into that and also get into their starting lineup and bullpen as well. You're watching Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We've got a Daytona 500 preview coming up with Jim Thanis in about 10 minutes to so stay on the grid for that. Davis and I continue our team-by-team -team baseball previews. Today we focus on the Boston Red Sox, Davis, and a uh, definitely a different-looking team than what we've seen 
in the past. No longer uh, Mookie Betts on the team, of course, long gone to L.A. Uh, you know, also, let's be honest, Xander Bogarts, one of their top players, didn't re-sign him, went to San Diego. They did end up keeping Rafael Devers and they signed him long term, but it feels like they're just sort of piecing it together for the time being as the Boston Red Sox in a very unusual looking uh, roster and process, by the way. I, I didn't see a lot of this happening, what they did in the offseason. Well, I mean, it just seems bizarre to look at the Boston Red Sox roster and not see like multiple new shiny additions, especially in a season where they didn't meet expectations, right? Uh, and, and I mean, it kind of all, all, all this was precipitated by the removal of Mookie Betts from the roster, letting him go to the Los Angeles Dodgers and, and honestly, uh, saving money from the Boston Red Sox. I can't imagine how peeved I would be if I was a Red Sox fan at being like, I thought I was rooting for a big market team that would try and win every year. And, and now, I mean, I don't know, you probably rather like the, the Blue Jays have a better roster than the Red Sox. And, uh. I mean, just imagine imagine telling someone that a decade ago. They wouldn't believe you. Yeah, I mean, Orioles probably have a better roster, too, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, the Red Sox, after seeing Xander Bogarts leave, they thought they had a chance to keep him. But after seeing him leave, they, they sort of pieced it together with different short-term free agent contracts. They did extend Devers over $300 million. Let's not get that twisted either. They did do that. But when we look at the average draft position for a lot of the Red Sox this year, Davis, this kind of tells the story as to where at least some of the experts think that he'll end up being, according to the NFB, uh, the, the NFBC. Uh, so they draft, so they signed uh, this guy Yoshida, this outfielder, in the offseason. and so his ADP is just under three hundred at two eighty eight, or, or yeah, two sixty eight. So there's some hope for him, and obviously had good numbers overseas. But beyond that, my gosh, Kike Hernandez batting second, pretty much undraftable. Rafael Devers is a star. He'll be taken in the late first, second round of every draft. And then that's it, Davis. I mean, Justin Turner, back nine of his career, maybe his final year or two. Alex Verdugo, his ADP under 200, has not come close to what he was supposed to be in that trade with LA. Adam Duvall, they signed, so his ADP is going to be much higher. Obviously, it's 528. He signed late. Uh, Duvall could hit 30 home runs. They're really counting on this kid, Tristan Casas, to have a big year. And he looked pretty good, but didn't hit for batting average, 237 his ADP. And then look, you know, Arroyo and, and Reese McGuire. I mean, this is this is dangerous stuff here, Davis, from the Red Sox. I mean, seven, eight, nine, maybe even six. Not really looking on paper in terms of projections to be stars on this team. And I guess the question is, is it just Devers and everybody else, or is a chance that Casas does well? Is there a chance Adam Duvall finds it from where it was a couple of years ago? Maybe he hits 30 home runs. Maybe Yoshida ends up being a good signing as well. But odd roster construction by the Red Sox, for sure, going into the season. I mean, just like Justin Turner was not even good last year, and and he's entering into an age now where you would expect significant age-related skill decline. You know, I mean, he's in his he's in his late 30s. And and I guess you, you mitigate some of that by having him play DH, so you think he'll be able to stay a little bit healthier. Obviously, he was never going to DH in – Los Angeles, because there were, I don't know, 15 better hitters on the roster than him. Uh, I mean, Craig, you already know the number one guy I'm interested on 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 their roster, and that is one Mr. Uh, Alberto Mondesi. And I'm looking at their lineup right now, and I'm like, if this dude's healthy, Craig, he's playing. If 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 he is healthy, and which I think right now he's actually not. I need to go. Right. I need to go and look at that. Um, but so I mean, just just. There's no chance. I, I would I would assign sub five percent probability uh, if of him being healthy and him playing behind Christian Arroyo. Now, in years past, Montesi has been like one of the worst picks in fantasy baseball because everyone was drafting him like he was going to get fifty steals. Right now, no one's drafting him like he's going to get fifty steals. People are drafting him like he's not going to play. And uh, you know, one thing I do think about is this Red Sox team probably going to be pretty crappy, right? If Justin Turner is your is your DH, you're just probably not going to be that good if you're if you're counting on, you know, Tristan Casas to be your first baseman. A crappy team is probably going to let guys steal. That would be my guess, like cuz that's kind of been the thing with the Royals is these games don't matter. You want to go steal 20 bases wit? Go go for it. You know, what does it matter? Um I would say your boy Adam Duval, pretty pretty interesting to me if he gets to play against right-handers. That's sort of been the deal with him in years past. When he's been on good teams or teams that at least were fighting for the postseason, he's been platoon only. 
And platoon only guys on uh, who only face lefties are really not usable in the NFBC because they're probably getting eight at bats a week at best, and that's just not going to be good enough for counting stats. But I mean, what are what are they going to do? Who is who is subbing in Brad Duvall? Who is the rotational right fielder for the Boston Red Sox? Who's going to make him go to the bench? So I, I think he's probably going to play. I'm also a, a little bit intrigued by Enrique Hernandez and and also Yoshida as well. Yoshida kind of fits my uh, you know baseball fantasy baseball strategy. Like it could be anything, even a boat. And if Yoshida hits 300, and, and I know we've talked about the shift, but a guy who could hit 300 is pretty valuable in fantasy baseball right now. Yeah, and, and, and look, we just don't know a lot about him. And so if you're a high-risk player, maybe that's the one guy that you take a shot on. But naturally, anybody on a one-year deal with Boston is a little bit in danger, I think, of getting traded at the deadline. I just don't know how good Boston is going to be. We'll see. Maybe these these pieces duct tape it together as they sort of get things figured out because they do have young pitching coming. They have a nice young center fielder coming as well. Uh, and Casas is supposed to be good, but, but I feel like the Red Sox are net, are big spenders this offseason, which honestly doesn't make sense. They should have probably just kept Xander Bogarts. But uh, And the reason why I say that is, Davis, is when we look at their starting pitching, this is just this is just not what you want to see going into a season against the Yankees, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, and by the way, the rest of the league. Chris Sale looks healthy, and so he's being drafted inside the top 200, but who really knows, Davis? It's It's been a while since we've seen him be a Cy Young type, speaking of which, good signing for Corey Kluber. No one in the NFBC trusts him going into the year. His ADP is somewhere around 498. I mean, my gosh, that's like undraftable. Nick Pavetta left practice today with an injury undisclosed. We just don't know yet, so we're not going to overreact to that. But that's another player that we've been waiting for, Davis, for many years to take a big step up. And then if you thought they were rolling the dice with those three, let's roll the dice with one more. Let's throw James Paxton in the mix. My gosh, James Paxton used to be super relevant. And then Garrett Whitlock is probably their best pitcher, to be honest. I mean, that's probably the most consistent guy they have. They have Hauk. They have Bellow. They have young pitchers coming, Davis. So I hope to get a look at them. Uh, and then they do have a closer. Look, I mean, in the end, Kenley Jansen may be the most valuable player on the Red Sox who's going to save 30 games. He does not have competition. So, I mean, we talked about the Baltimore Orioles yesterday, George and I did, and I was like, George, I don't want a single one of these guys on my roster. I don't want any of these guys on my roster either. I mean, imagine, I know it's like a 15th round pick, and you're going to cut your 15th round pick a lot of the time anyways, but just imagine drafting Chris Sale. Like, what are you hoping for? It's not going to work out. There's no reason to do it. Honestly, the only guy at cost that I could see picking up is James Paxton and just saying, you know, whatever crazy crap this dude's body has been through the last three years. Like, just can I get 15 starts? Not even, At right. this cost, give me 10. Give me 10 James Paxton starts at, for, for basically, you know, a reserve round selection, and I will, I will probably be okay. He's really the only one that I would be interested in to any degree. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. But again, Jansen on a team that's projected to win 80 games, 85 games, you would assume with the lack of closers in Major League Baseball, by the way, Kenley Jansen, not what he was before, but going to get a lot of opportunities, I would think, this year in Boston. And they, their bullpen is actually you know, fairly decent, but I, I think like you do, they were just an uphill battle. There, there are some projection systems that have Boston last in the American League East this year. Could happen. We'll see. All right, coming up next, it's uh, the huge this weekend, Super Bowl of NASCAR, Daytona 500. Coming up, Jim Sanis going to break it down. We'll take a look at the pricing on FanDuel in Daily Fantasy. So stay with us here on The Grid. Smarter to be on SportsGrid as Jim Sanis joins us next. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. The great this weekend in NASCAR. We go from the Super Bowl to the Super Bowl of NASCAR. It is the Daytona 565th running this weekend. Jim Sanis joins us from FanDuel and Number Fire to break it all down. Jim, great to have you back here on FST. We go from football season to NASCAR and golf season. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's a it's a delight. And if you're like me and you're betting on like the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series, it's a full weekend. Truck Series tonight, Xfinity tomorrow. Like I. You know, I may talk bad of people like doing XFL stuff, but I'm betting on the truck series. So I am right there in the dumpsters with all of you. And it feels great. I know. I know. No, no one is going to talk me into this XFL, USFL stuff. I mean, for 10 years, I've been hearing about it. I'm on to spring training, Jim. I am on to spring training. All right. Uh, so let, before we get into the pricing this weekend and some strategies, some long shots, we'll get into all that. Let's talk about qualifying last night. I see Bowman in the number one uh, from last night. What else happened? Yeah, so last night was a qualifying races, and so Bowman was locked in the first spot, Kyle Larson was locked in as well. I think the big takeaway from the actual drafting was that the Fords, again, really, really strong in the draft. They they have, like, the way their bumpers align is very good. So in that second duel, you saw Todd Gilliland push Eric Almirola to the front, kind of with ease, honestly, ahead of Kyle Larson. You saw the Chevys get tangled together with Daniel Suarez and Kyle Busch. So I think the thought process we've had the past couple of years where – Fords have an edge of super speedways is still in place. That was my big takeaway. We saw Logano win the first one, Almirola win the second one. So they'll start third and fourth uh, in the field for this week. So I think that's kind of the key takeaway. I still like the Toyotas. There are a couple of Toyotas we'll talk about here during the breakdown. But to me, Fords once again have an edge. And I'm going to use a lot of Chevys because they're starting further back. But I will go out of my way to have lineups where I'm heavy on Ford, heavy on Toyota, because I think that their bumpers match up better. And it sounds very granular, very stupid, but that does matter for this kind of race. All right. So let's get into some of the pricing. We'll start with the top over on FanDuel. Jim will give us some thoughts how to uh, you know strategize this, build a lineup. And then again, we'll go with some lower price options, some upper tier ones as well. Now, Ryan Blaney is the highest price driver this weekend at 13,000. That may surprise some people. Denny Hamlin at 12.5. Chase Elliott, I see a lot of people picking Chase Elliott to win this weekend, Jim, at 12,000. Joey Logano at 11.5. Kyle Busch, no stranger to this race at 11. And then Bubba Wallace creeped up into the 10,000 range. He's at 10,500 this weekend. So, you know, I don't know if it's just wishful thinking with Chase Elliott, but it it does seem like a lot of people feel like he's running well right now. Yeah, he is actually the favorite by my model at 5.9%, which is very low to have the most likely winner at 5.9%. But it, it does have him there. I personally would hand rank Blaney a bit higher and Logano a bit higher too, because they're both in forwards. And again, I want to prioritize forwards. If we're talking about the like the true, true studs, Craig, if we focus on just the top four, they're actually a good stepping off point here for talking strategy. Because for Daytona and DFS, you want to prioritize drivers starting further back. And among those top four guys... The only guy starting outside the top 10 is Denny Hamlin. Now, Denny Hamlin's starting back in 18th. That means he does have place differential upside better than what you see from Blaney, from Logano, and from Chase Elliott. But also, Hamlin, great super speedway racer. He is a three-time Daytona 500 winner. He's won in Talladega as well. And he tweeted after last night's race that he loves his car. So people will glom onto that, they'll latch onto that, and Hamlin, I think, will carry a pretty heavy roster rate as a result. But if you're talking about from like cash game perspective, you want guys starting further back. And among this group, Hamlin is the guy starting furthest back. So 
Craig, if we're talking studs here, I just want the guy starting furthest back that is Denny Hamlin, but I would be wary because he'll probably get an increased roster rate because of salary not mattering here, um, because of the tweet, because he's starting further back. So honestly, Craig, I kind of want to go into this just kind of leaving a ton of salary on the table. Like if I look at my optimal lineup based on my projections, which are very much in beta mode, but like <laughs> there's only one guy with a salary above like $6,000 in the perfect lineup. So um, I'm going to leave a lot of salary on the table. If I go to a stud, it would be Hamlin, but I'm also not opposed to fading him as a result of his tweet, as a result of his popularity, as a result of how much salary people will have to play with this weekend. All right. So those are some of the higher price. Let's go to the, you know, a little bit lower. This is not the lowest, but let's go to the lower price and run through it. Uh, let's start with Kyle Larson, who last year was among the top in terms of pricing. He's a little bit further down this year at 10,000. William Byron under 10,000. He is at 9,800. We have Brad Keselowski at 9,500. Ross Chastain at 9,200. Christopher Bell at 9,200. And then here it is the last ride for Kevin Harvick, hypothetically. Jim at 8,800. And I don't know if there's any discount there. I guess probably some people sentimental being Harvick fans this weekend. Right. And I'm among them having bet him. So rooting for Harvick for sure. So hopefully he can win to get to catch that. But for DFS, I think this range is fascinating, Craig, because we talked about the incentive to use guys starting further back, but Kyle Busch wrecked in his qualifying race last night or got wrecked by Daniel Suarez. They'll start 36. That means two things. It means that from a cash game perspective, Kyle Busch is the best play in the field by a wide margin. But it also means he will be the most popular driver in the field because people love Kyle Busch. You always see him having you know the highest handle percentage for, for sports betting and stuff like that. And it's Kyle Busch. So people are going to use him a lot. So if you want to be different, if you got like a single entry lineup, Maybe just don't put Kyle Busch in there and go elsewhere. There are some pivots in this range. Guys you talked about, one of them being William Byron at $9,800. Byron is a former Daytona winner. He also won at Atlanta last year, so a couple of races, uh, a couple wins and drafting tracks. Byron, a very good pack race returning back in 21st. I do like him as a pivot away from Kyle Busch, but also Bubba Wallace at $10,500. He is a Toyota, so I think you could stack him with other Toyotas in this race. Denny Hamlin uh, starting back in 18th is uh, Wallace's team owner. Tyler Reddick is starting deeper in the field as well. Don't mind going with him. So if we go in with the assumption that Kyle Busch will be the most popular guy in the field, you can kind of go in with that and deviate from there. You know, use Kyle Busch in cash games, maybe deviate a bit in tournaments, going to guys like Wallace, like Byron. But as mentioned, salary kind of doesn't matter. So I still feel like Wallace and Byron will still be decently popular just because people have the salary to burn and want to use guys starting further back. And they do kind of fit that. So honestly, Craig, I might dip below this tier and I could have a lineup where I don't use anybody above Kevin Harvick. I might wow. use guys $8,500 and down. I think that that is a viable approach this week just because of the way super speedways work. So the value plays this week are going to be probably my focal point and Honestly, I'll have lineups where I don't use a single driver with a salary above $8,500. All right. So fascinating in this 500-lap uh, race. Uh, Jim says that the, some of the simulations over at Numberfire, and of course, Jib may dive down deep for some of these pricing. So that being said, everyone's watched us talk here for seven minutes, Jim, and we haven't given those names as to who you yep. may end up using. So let's dive into that a little bit more and the strategy for building a lineup around who this weekend in Daytona. So I adore the lower range. Uh, the lower range to me is Tyler Reddick at $8,500. I think that that's a, a great option there. He hasn't had the best success in super speedways, but use a Chevy now with Toyota should have better teammates there. I think that that grades out pretty well. I think my favorite play in the entire field, potentially, you know, if we account for roster rates, everything else, I love Eric Jones. Eric Jones comes with a salary of $8,000. He could have won a couple super speedway races last year. He, was leading the last lap in Talladega. I had a 70 to one ticket on him. He got shuffled wow. out uh, in the final turn. He didn't win there, but he had a top 15 average running position in all six pack races and a top 12 mark in five out of six. He is starting back in 25th. Eric Jones, a very good pack racer. He has a couple of teammates in this field, Noah Gregson and Jimmy Johnson. He's shown he can do it in the, in the past. So Jones, $8,000, really good play. Below him, Austin Dillon, $7,500, a two-time Daytona winner, including the most recent race here. Starting back in 27th through no fault of his own, got shuffled out, uh, had the bad strategy call with Chevy in that first duel. So starting 27th, 
that's not an issue for me. I think that he's a tremendous option. Very good super speedway racer. He's shown that he can do that starting deep in the pack. Like him a lot. Also, other super speedway winners. Uh, Justin Haley, $6,500. Won at Daytona in the Cup Series. Kind of fluky, but has four super speedway wins in the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series. $6,500 running back in 28th. Love that. Also, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 6000 So, again, you could go Stenhouse, Haley. Uh, you could go with Dylan, Jones, and Redick. Have a lineup I love with nobody above $8,000. And I think, Craig, honestly, I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave a lot of sour on the table. Now, I mentioned how much I like Ford. A couple Fords starting further back who could be in play. Extra teammates, uh, Chase, uh, Chase Briscoe and Ryan Priest. Briscoe starting 30th. Priest starting 20th. Priest, when he was with JTG Doherty Racing, had some pretty good runs in super speedways. And Briscoe, not the best super speedway racer, but starting super deep in the pack. So Briscoe and Priest, if you want to go with the Ford angle, I think are the best guys of that. Uh, Ty Gibbs, 58, starting 33rd as well. So honestly, Craig, if you want to follow the ideal approach, I would just pepper this value, value range. Again, the guys I like most, Stenhouse, Haley, Austin Dillon, Eric Jones, Tyler Reddick. I think all those guys phenomenal plays and no one with a salary above $8,500. Yeah. And, and, and Jim, that's great stuff. So make sure you again, follow Jim on Twitter at Jim Sanis, all of work over at number fire and make sure that you get those simulations in time for Sunday's big race. Jim, enjoy it. I know this is a big day for you coming up on Sunday and uh, naturally a lot more great days to come here as the NASCAR season really kicks off this weekend. Thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. It's a delight to have NASCAR back. It's a delight to be back here talking with you about it and looking forward to doing it once again in the very near future. Definitely so. Jim Sanis with us here on the program. All right, we will take a quick timeout here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up next is time for some fantasy or reality as Davis and I will talk about the latest at the Genesis Open, whether or not John Rahm ends up winning this thing. We will ask that question. We'll also touch on Alvin Kamara and uh, the great actor, great American actor, Keanu Reeves has a new movie coming out. We'll talk about the history of Keanu next week. Dive into everything here on FST. We'll do that next. Stay with us here. More fantasy sports today. Coming up next here on Sports Grid. Smarter to be on Sports Grid. And we'll tell you why next. Stay on the grid. We'll be back right after these quick messages. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid for previews of all of the big events this weekend, including the NBA dunk contest, the three-point shootout, the race this weekend on Sunday, baseball news as well. Follow us at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV on Twitter. It's really easy to do. It's completely free. Our social media team does a phenomenal job posting content 
all day, all night long. I'll be up at three in the morning, get a notification. Boom. Sportsquid tweeted something. I'm like, what? Like, what's going on here in the middle of the night? These guys and girls are up 24 hours a day. I honestly don't know how they do it, but they do a great job led by Rebecca there. All right, Davis, before we get to fantasy or reality, something I'll be talking about later today on my last licks on Newswire, which airs at two o'clock Eastern today is uh, Corbin Burns, who I think that Davis, you probably would agree with me, is one of the top five, 10 pitchers in Major League Baseball right now. Guy is just fantastic. Uh, You know, if if he keeps pitching like he's pitching in two years, he's 200, 300 million. And who even knows by that time, what's the deal? Milwaukee Brewers take him to arbitration. This is not all that unusual. What is unusual about this yesterday is he comes out of there scathing about, you know, saying that the team said that he was one of the reasons why uh, they didn't make the postseason and that he had to travel on Valentine's Day. And it's like, wow, what a bad look. Brewers obviously walking it back now and, you know, after made a, a comment there. Same team that traded Josh Hader last year and then sort of went in the tank after that. I don't know. Brewers better recognize what's happening here, Davis. They got Yelich in the peak. They got Woodruff in the peak. They got Burns in the peak. They got good pitching and, and just not keeping their guys happy, man. Woof, that was a tough scene yesterday. I mean, Craig, you know this is like the number one thing that annoys me about baseball. This is like it's 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 well, and I guess I don't I to be fair, I don't know a ton about how uh, operations work in hockey, but I know that in the NFL and in the NBA, the players for well, in the NBA M- NBA is number one, right? In, in terms of the organization treating the players most appropriately, the NFL definitely takes care of their studs, uh, bottom of the roster guys might be a little bit more difficult spend a lot of time traveling uh you know practice squad doesn't play that well but i mean just imagine being the milwaukee brewers getting out just finding this absolute gift in corbin burns right i mean corbin burns is so good and you are not paying him a ton of money and just imagine haggling with such a guy it just it, it totally bewilders the mind and and maybe there's more stuff going on with major league baseball finances than than i know right now because of this there's this Bally's thing that is we haven't really talked about it a ton on the show i bet you talk about it on the uh the afternoon a show lot. Um, a lot. yeah i mean it's it's like people don't even know how big this it's is a real for major yeah. league baseball and and the nba by the way right this is actually huge. huge for the nba as well because the nba has a salary cap that functions as a percentage of how much money the league makes the league makes a lot of their money in fact most of their money from local tv so this is like a massive thing but still it's corbin burns you're haggling with this dude over half a million dollars at best maybe a million dollars right maybe at, at the absolute it's corbin burns dude like come on enough yeah i mean it's it's so difficult to take players to arbitration that are among the best because you're you're basically talking bad about your player why they don't deserve that money it's it look and, and i get it for the teams you know they they want to you know get the revenue and and by the way this is important as a league structure from a player standpoint to fight from a league standpoint to fight and if you don't fight davis then the rest of the league looks at you like you're not doing the right thing i get that but this is one of those deals where they just shouldn't have even got to this point and just figured out some middle ground here to not have this go on that is for sure all right we'll see how it all works out with corbin burns it's time for some fantasy or reality By the way, uh, two years ago, Davis, on this network, I picked Corbin Burns to win the Cy Young at 60-1. to 1 It's true. Season I remember. I did, pick, I did pick Corbin Burns to win the, the Cy Young Award. I don't think I hit anything last year, though. Uh, okay, so uh, Alvin Kamara is among the list of so many running backs that could be changing places in the offseason. We just simply don't know. Once upon a time, top five pick in fantasy, still a pretty viable player but is facing some serious legal troubles at this point, Davis. There's no question about that. Um, This is such a complicated thing to answer just because you've illustrated earlier in the week how we're we're about to see a historic time in terms of available running backs in free agency and in the draft, whereas if this was two years ago, we would both say fantasy to this, this question in a snap. But I don't know that we can say that, but with this potential indictment coming, and some trouble coming Alvin Kamara's way. Maybe a suspension. We don't know. We got to let this play out. Fantasy or reality, you should trade 
Alvin Kamara facing some legal issues in dynasty leagues. And it's complicated, David. It's just, it's very complicated because of, of the structure of your teams, obviously, but let you go first and then I'll have my say on this. Um, no, I mean, like the time, the time to trade him away was in the middle of the season last year when that incident was, was out of sight, out of mind, right? When, when he, when, I think it was week five when he had a hundred yards rushing, hundred yards receiving two touchdowns, you know, that that's the time to trade him away. You, you don't want to trade a, a guy away when he is just getting suspended, when he just tore his ACL, right? Because that you're, you're, you were not going to find a lower value for Alvin Kamara. Now the, the mitigating circumstance here is that Alvin Kamara is a running back. Alvin Kamara is a 27-year-old running back who turns 28 in three months, I believe. He's got a birthday in July. So you're talking about a 28-year-old running back who is for sure going to be suspended. I don't know. I would say for sure more than four games, probably won't miss an entire season. I would guess Alvin Kamara is rich and connected enough to not have to do any jail time as a result of this. So you'll he'll probably play a little bit. Honestly, and this is... um. You know, you don't you don't play fantasy sports to get moral and ethical judgments. I would actually probably go the other way and say it's it's a good time to trade for Alvin Kamara as opposed to trading White. Now, what I just said is like ethically gray at best, but True. I mean, you know, we're 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 a fantasy sports show, so I got I got fantasy here. You should not be looking to trade Kamara away right now. Yeah, I I think that it would be a reality if if we painted the trade on a canvas and we could see exactly what we're getting back and how that is framed. But not knowing, this is basically the do not do of fantasy sports, which is trade a player at their lowest point. At the very least, you see the story come out and you say to yourself, there's no way. I mean, I'm not going to get anything back in return. Uh, you know, Saints, Saints are super complicated, I think, going into the year, who the quarterback is going to be, who the receiver is going to be. I know they got one good guy in Olave, but... Uh, you know, I, I honestly feel kind of sad, Davis, for the Saints because they were that fun team that came out of the hurricane. They won the Super Bowl, you know, Drew Brees' team. And Davis, you know what, man? Slowly but surely it just dipped, 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 dipped. And now we're just at the point where it's like the Saints are kind of back to being the Saints again from where they were for so long when I was growing up, which was just like seven and nine, eight and eight. You know, never great. You know, no, I, they're just not even fun anymore. It's like, I, I don't know what happened to them. So uh, I'll say fantasy, but, I, you know, I, I think more along the lines, if you watch our earlier shows this week, I didn't realize Davis's names that he was bringing up, like Joe Mixon and Saquon Barkley. And then you could, you know, B. John Robinson is in the draft too. It's like, why would you give up anything for this guy right now? I mean, you could probably get him for nothing considering how many other running backs are going to be changing places and available in dynasty leagues too. I'll say fantasy along with it. All right. Genesis open underway yesterday. And I, I think if I'm not mistaken, you'll correct me here because again, I'm paying a lot more attention to golf as Davis knows. We've been talking a lot about it this year in particular. I'm having a great time watching some of this stuff, but I think the biggest surprise was Matt Kuchar yesterday having the, 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 the day that he had leading for a lot of the day and then fell back a little bit. And the reason why he fell back a little bit, probably his own play, but the other guy, of course, jumping up near the top, not at the top though, going into the day, but this is how it's played out with the last few tournaments is John Rom Davis. John Rom is right there again, right within striking distance. Uh, you know, Scotty Scheffler, I think is, is, is actually over part of start. So he's got some work to do, which can still be done. There's still three gate, uh, three days to go. Uh, I was talking to Dubs earlier on the morning after. He thinks plus two is maybe the cut. Maybe plus one is possible. We will see. But Rom is not in danger of that. The only question is, does he win this tournament? The answer has been yes across the board with the exception of like one or two. Let's ask it again. Fantasy or reality? John Rom Davis, who is the favorite to win the Genesis Open on FanDuel right now, will win the Genesis Open this week. Invitational, excuse me, this weekend. Yeah, so right now the market implied probability for John Rom is twenty five percent. So you you play this event out four times, John Rom wins one of those. Uh, Data Golf, our our friends have him at twenty one point nine percent to win. The only other guys above ten percent, Max Homa is sitting there at fourteen percent per Data Golf, eighteen percent per the market. Rory eleven point five, fourteen percent by the market. But Rory actually, I believe, just made a birdie like literally moments ago uh i'm actually uh i'm gonna go the other way i'm gonna go fantasy i this field is just too good uh like i would say a lot of the times 
Rom, you know, non-majors, you know, uh, like these, these country club events, like, yeah, for sure. Rom, he gets in the lead and he just goes after it. And, and I'm not going to be surprised if he does win this, but he's got Rory, Morikawa, Cantlay, Xander, Scheffler, Justin Thomas, and Will Zalatoris all inside the top 10 chasing him down. They got 56 more holes to play. I, I'm going to say for this week, Rom, obviously he's going to get his T5, but I'm, I'm going to say Rom holds off on yet another win this week. I'm going to take fantasy. Yeah, I'm going to say reality. I think Rom's in a great spot right now. And if you look at back at some of the other tournaments, Rom has had to come from behind to win some of these. He doesn't even have to do that now. And I think you and I would agree. Now, again, you'd have to tell me more about this, but uh, leading right now, Max Homa, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's good but not great. Probably not going to win. Uh, Mitchell, good but not great. Probably not going to win. Kuchar, not great. Probably not going to win. So now we're down to Morikawa. But it's still only one day. It's still only one day. But uh, I got reality. We're running out of time here. I took way too long on the golf here. Uh, okay, Keanu Reeves. A new movie coming out, John Wick 4. And let's kind of go through it here. Uh, Keanu's been in a lot of different movies. I have my thoughts on that. Uh, fantasy or reality, Hardball is your favorite Keanu uh, Reeves movie. I'm looking at that going, I don't remember it. <laughs> what, guys, Michael, Brett, what are we? Keanu Reeves was the star of The Matrix. This is what, The Matrix is one of the, uh, I will say one of, for sure, one of the 20 best movies ever made, if not one of the 10 best movies ever made. Come on, guys. No, no chance. No chance. Literally 0.0% probability fantasy. Yeah, like, I, I don't even know what this movie is. I've never I, seen I this remember movie. this movie. I remember this movie. It's good, but it's not The Matrix. It's not as Speed also. Great, too. Speed was fantastic also. Um, the new Matrix movie that came out a couple years ago was pretty good also. I thought that was better than 2 and 3. But I, I, I got to say fantasy, and in terms of movies, The Matrix, without a doubt, up there as one of the great epic. The Matrix, to me, Davis, started you getting a home theater and getting a DVD. Like, that, that, that and Jurassic Park was like, I got to have two movies to watch on DVD. It was The Matrix or Jurassic Park, and you would just pop those in, put your speakers on, everyone come over and go, damn, your system's real good. <laughs> that was what The Matrix was. Uh, yeah, so no, this is not one of those. But hey, we got, listen, we, we can't be perfect here on the show. Every once in a while we get a clunker. There's your clunker for the week. We'll be right back as we wrap things up here on Fantasy Sports today. I'm back with you at 2 o'clock Eastern for another edition of Newswire. So stay on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up our show here for this Friday, let's turn it over to Davis Maddock as he has today's Sports Grid 60. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about golf because uh, this this new documentary uh, on on you know a lot of these guys on both the PGA Tour and the Live Tour is out on Netflix. I have not started watching it yet, but have, you know the reviews have been rolling in, and I, I'm just sort of curious um, what casual people think of it. You know, the the F1 show uh, obviously did a great deal to promote the sport. People who never watch racing before, super into it, are watching every weekend now. And I wonder what the sort of conversion numbers for, I guess, both the PGA Tour and the Live Tour, since a couple of the main guys in the PGA show are now on the Live Tour. Like, I wonder, are our ratings going to be up on Sunday for the Genesis Invitational because of this PGA Tour documentary? Are more people going to be watching the Masters, the U.S. Open this year? Um, which I, I obviously would love, because I love golf. Probably Golf probably my third favorite sport in general to watch and and to wager on. So I I hope so. But I the the reviews have not been very good. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll see. I've uh, got close to clicking on it. Haven't done it yet. Uh, speaking of golf this weekend, of course, Davis mentioned the Genesis Invitational. It, it's interesting for me because it's like I feel like the old man. Like back in my day, if there was an event like the All Star Game, that would be it for the weekend like it was the primary event there was nothing else on television and the entire focus would be on that it's interesting that when we get to july yeah there are some slow weeks and slow months in sports but on the same weekend as the all-star game you have tiger woods playing in the invitational you have the daytona 500 going on this weekend you also have college basketball getting ready for the ncaa tournament you have major league baseball back on the field with spring training there is just no sleep at all with sports i don't think there ever will ever be again days and times where things were just slow they're gone. That'll do it for our week of shows. Davis will be in with uh, George on Monday for me. So I hope you have a great weekend. And I'll see you back here at 2 o'clock Eastern. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.